Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode number 10. The Guy Lafleur, the Pavel fucking Bure edition Total of Hat Trick Hockey, as always, and here with my buddy Rob Sawyer. Rob, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, living the dream as usual. How's the weekend? It was great. We went out in the boat with Tara and Ray again. Is that, <laughs> is, is that the boat that's like super fast? Yeah, well, they bought a new one. So from the last time we talked, yeah. Well, he borrowed, he got it loaned to him from Buddy, and then oh. uh, so he liked it so much, he went home and bought one. Oh, so just just like that, eh? Yeah. Bam. Yeah, just get Bam. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Make what else though? you do? Just nothing. Just kind of hung out. Oh, Misty pushed me in the water. Oh, did she? Yeah. How'd the, how'd that happen? Well, I guess I was going too slow, so she just kind of dumped me and <laughs> went, went by me. <laughs> Good. She'll tell you different though. You well, know, whatever. That's the way they see it. Um, right? Real quick, there's actually a couple things I want to talk about real quick. First of all, this new uh, program that we have on my Android box running down here, mm-hmm. it's from a guy from work. Uh, his name's Ken. He's from, it's called Tech Division, blah, 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 sorry. And it's uh, this guy. Okay, so I was trying to set everything up. Mm-hmm. Sat there messaging me message for message explaining everything on how to set this up that's how good this guy was that's awesome explain everything to me step by step i bet you he spent probably better half of of an hour with me really and yeah man and he was so i just want to give a huge shout out to ken just to say thank you i love the program and uh it's been going good was it expensive twenty dollars a month oh shit $20 $20 a month, it's all the sports, uh, everything like that, because I told him I'm a big sports guy, obviously, I watch all the UFCs, the NHL, the NFL, MLB, right, so, yeah, so he's, it's all the sports packages, everything, 20 bucks a month, so. Do you have it hooked up through the Ethernet? Like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and it runs through all my Android boxes, I get, uh, three devices. Nice. Yeah, so I get three devices, so all my Android boxes, 20 bucks a month. That's sweet. It's fucking beautiful. I'm gonna have to look into that. Also, real quick, uh, so there was a story going on in Windsor here. We don't really like to touch on these too much considering they're not really hockey-related. But I have a couple friends who are involved with it and did something good, so I kind of want to recognize them about it. Sure. So, uh, Windsor Car Spotters, uh, the first story kind of is, did you hear about the guy that uh, was doing the Uber Eats on his bike there? I didn't. Okay, so this guy, he was doing Uber Eats on his bike. So what they did is someone was making fun of him online. So the group Windsor Car Spotters, okay, you want to know what they did? They bought this guy a fucking car. So the whole group combined is everybody uh, Everybody threw in and they, they got him a car. Because he was being teased? Yeah, they got him a car because he was being teased and he was trying to work hard and earn his money and stuff like that. So everybody in the group, they threw together. My buddy Justin uh, Galps was the guy and he went to his house and they fucking gave him a car, man. Total beauts. So huge shout out to them. Second story, Justin Galps. This guy is a fucking beaut. Total beaut. Okay. So he... uh, so what he did is he teamed up with my buddy Joe, uh, Joe Miglore. He owns a Destroyer mm-hmm. Photography. He's like in like Maxim Magazine and shit. Like he's really? yeah, he's fucking awesome. So well, so what they did is there was this kid in Windsor. He was being bullied. He was the one that got like three kids jumped him in a park. Okay, so they beat him up. Mm-hmm. So 
Joe and uh, and uh, Justin there, they teamed up. So Windsor Car Spotters and Joe's uh, business there. So they teamed up. So they met up with him and his family. And they had dinner with him and his whole family and everything. They got him a new cell phone. They, like, did a whole bunch of stuff for him. So oh, some stand-up guys? Or yeah, you? a couple. Joe and fucking these two guys are great guys. Awesome. So I just wanted to kind of, like, mention them real quick for doing something good. All of Windsor's pitching in. Everybody's pitching in. All the local businesses. Everybody. And we like seeing that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, like, recognize those guys real quick for, for doing something great. So good on you guys. And uh, to those three kids that were all being bullies, fuck you guys. You're all assholes. Dinks. Yeah, fucking dinks. So on to the next part. Our merch store. Yeah, up and running. Hey, you got to go. We have a merch store, guys. I posted the link in the group. There is tons of shit on there. Yeah, to I like, like it. And, uh, and reasonably priced, too. That's yes. awesome. So this is what I did. So you can get a zip-up hoodie, hat trick hockey logo on it, HTH on the back, like zip-up hoodie, like nice hoodie. You can have it. Taxes, shipping, everything sent to your, sent to your house, 53 bucks. I'm getting it. Because I don't like messing my hair with the pullovers. Yeah, yeah. So we have zip ups, we have pullovers, we have t shirts, we have tote bags, we have yoga pants for the ladies. Yeah, they're pretty hot. It says butte right up the leg, HTH. Yeah, I already told staff you're going to have to get a pair. Uh, we have kid shirts, we have stuff for, we have like anything from like infants right up to an adult. Nice. We have everything. We have onesie have, for a baby, onesie for me. Fucking right, we nice. do. I don't know if we make them quite that big, but <laughs> uh, yeah, but we have everything, man. So we have phone cases. We Yeah, those are sharp. I like those. Yeah, literally fucking everything, man. Wow. We have it all. So it's on there, reasonably priced. Uh, the link is on my page. It's on the podcast page. Uh, do you share it on your Instagram too? I will. I just kind of got it done and we were kind of doing everything. We were running around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we got all that sorted out. So the store is up and running. Looks great. We're going to add shit to it as we come. I just added it, that new shirt I just showed you there. The the like hat trick hockey made in like, Canada shirt. Yeah. Woo! She's fire. I love the wagon shirt. Yeah, I, we made a wagon shirt because Rob's everybody's fucking jump on. So jump on. we made those. We had wagon shirts, total butte shirts. Uh, we have everything, man. Sweet. And it's going to grow. You did a good job. It's going like to grow. That. So to be honest with you, I spent half a night on it. I worked my ass off. I couldn't sleep, so I said, fuck it. So I just decided to work on, on the page for us. So yeah, and if anybody out there has any uh, ideas that they'd like to see something with, send us yeah. a text. Yeah, shoot you us know, a message. Messages. For sure. Now, let's get down to the hockey. Okay? Okay. So first of all, we have, what, four teams left? Yeah. We have four teams left. You want to know something sweet about those four teams? All coached by a guy from Canada. <laughs> Every awesome. single coach is a good old Canadian boy. So fashion. Yeah, so that's nice to see. Also, one of the big stories, too bad it didn't kind of go on a little bit longer, but Oscar Lindblom returned yeah. to the lineup. I think he was on like minimal, uh, like he, I don't think he played a whole lot. No, he didn't. During the game, but it was nice to like just see him back and see him with his teammates and just during I it was kind of one of those games that that I wish that he could have 
skating into a full arena. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just to, yeah, just to give them, yeah, or, exactly, man. Sure. Like the guy fucking battled the whole time. It was a great story. You know what I mean? It was well, an awesome story. And it'll be even better when the league starts up again next year and everybody, yeah. you know, hopefully everybody's welcome to come back to the arena. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Get everything up to some normalcy, right? Yeah. He played, uh, he played just over, he played just about 17 minutes. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But yeah, so welcome back to him. It's just, like I said, it was just nice to see him back. I would have liked to see him play a little more just to see what he could do. Mm-hmm. But well, I'll take him back in the lineup. Out of that. Oh, yeah, great, right? yeah so that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is great. Moving on, Boston Bruins eliminated. <laughs> Suckers. Yeah, I figured. I figured Rob being a Leafs fan that he would like proud. that. I was very proud of that. I was shocked, like completely shocked. I couldn't believe that they just that they just kind of went out like that. Like I know it was in overtime and it was double overtime and the shot was kind of through a screen. Yeah, but still, man, they're out. And did you, oh, also, we shouldn't really be that much of a shock. The Lightning are the one that beat him out, so it's. Oh. That's that's a wagon. Yeah, that, that both team those teams have been built there. Is oh yeah, but balls. it kind of sucks that we had to lose one of those teams in the yeah. playoffs. No, yeah. so like kind of early. Yep, yeah. uh, but it does suck. It was a nice shot, as always. The hero Victor Hedman was the hero in that double overtime game. Uh, the other thing, the Avalanche, crazy. Like all these fucking top teams, like it's going to be an odd Stanley Cup champion this it year, is. no? If the Islanders get into the Stanley Cup, I, I won't. I'm, I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> well, I was kidding. No, I was gonna say, don't say that <laughs> because kidding. there's a chance that that could happen. <laughs> well, my luck, they will be there. Yeah, there's a fucking chance that that could happen. So, uh, so the Avalanche were just like just rolling there, and then they tied it up. Tied, tie, so they tied the series up. Then it goes down to Game Seven, and these guys come into Game Seven. They go up two to one, and then it was like, I don't know, whatever. But these guys, Dallas comes roaring back. They yeah. get they get two in the third and tie it, and then they went in overtime for the hat trick. I'm not even gonna try to fucking say this guy's name because I'm just gonna butcher it. But anyways, <laughs> should do it anyways. <laughs> do it. Okay, here, uh, Kivaranta. Kivaranta? It's spelled K-I-V-I-I-R-A-N-T-A. Kivaranta? I'll leave it at that. I don't know. Let's just go with that. So, for the hat trick, did you see the goal? I saw it more than the goalie did. (laughs) I don't think the goalie even fucking (laughs) saw it. So, (laughs) Yeah, just a pass from right out back in the net, just right out in the slot, fucking boom! Top shelf. So, the other series, the Las Vegas-Vancouver... That fucking goalie stood on his head. Do you think? Wow. Do you think? He was the one that only that actually gave them a fucking shot. What was the what were the shots on goal in, in that? In the game? In that game. The shots Whoa. in game were 36 to 14 in favor of Vegas. Jeez. I think they only had three shots in a first period or something like so, that. The fuck? They only had 14 on the game. That's crazy. How 60 you... minutes of hockey, 14 shots. No wonder why fucking the guy got a shutout. I, I don't understand how you show up in that game. That's, that's something Toronto does. Yeah. Except Toronto's got more firepower. Me. Way more firepower. But yeah, so Las Vegas moving on. So it's going to be... Oh, how about that? How about that hit, uh, Reeves? Oh, really? You, you one game? Known. Are you fucking uh, shitting? Is that not Na- Nazem Kadri? 
he he's getting the rest of the playoffs. Well, yeah, like, come on, he's a repeat offender though. So 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 is Reeves on a hit? Yeah, last year. Oh yeah, what did he do? He he it was a boarding it was a boarding penalty. Oh, was like, it? Oh yeah, just crushed just crushed him. I thought he kind of like just. Nicked him. Oh, type deal. His shoulder. Right, well, I right seen the head kind of. The, the head kind of snapped back. Yeah. So I figured it. Like, when I, I seen it, I was like, "Ooh." Well, the, the big the big complaint they were making is that he came back like whatever, however long later, but he still came back into the game, right? But they were had to go to the because, quiet room, right? Yeah, they're bitching about Reeves, you know, getting the five minute major and the game misconduct. Yeah. Well, a lot of well, sometimes too, don't they just. And then the game of suspension. No, but some, but sometimes they just throw him in the box for five minutes on a hit, don't they? They don't even throw him out of the game. I've seen that. On headshots, now they're they're just oh headshots. Yeah, you're just gone. Everybody. Yeah, there's no there's you, no you questions asked. Well, yeah, to me, I think I think it was worthy of one game. I don't. You know? know? I would have given him a couple of games. You oh, gotta, you, you, you would have gave him you, more. You, yes, you want to get rid of the shit. You got to do more about it. Yeah, that's true. Like you know, like when we go back to Gallagher getting cross checked in the fucking teeth. You know, like and yeah. well, one game that was fucked. So like, I, I'm gonna bring up guys from my AHL team. Yeah, and and just have them run around cross checking people in the face. Yeah, you could headshots. One game, you're gone. I wasn't gonna use them anyways. <laughs> Fair enough. The other series though, Flyers. Dude. Gave in, gave in, nothing. gave in to the fucking left wing lock. What did you think about that? Not even. I bet close. you I watched two minutes of it. Really? Yep. Just because in easy, the second period, and I had to shut it off. It's because you just hate the Islanders, I eh? Fucking can't stand it. I can't stand. <laughs> it. I want to hear what Ryan Whitney's gonna say on Chicklets because he's gonna lose his fucking mind. Oh, he is. He hates he the is. Islanders. Well, I bet you. I bet you Biz buys him a, a, a wagon shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious, old man. Yeah, Whitney's gonna lose his fucking mind because yeah. he absolutely him. hates. But the I get Islanders. it. I, I totally understand why. And I, I'm telling you, bro, I tried watching it, really, and I couldn't. Holy shit! Because I... there's no, there's still no flow to the game. They just trap you. They get the turnover. They're right back in your end, and like they scored four goals in that game. Yeah, Philadelphia couldn't do anything. They couldn't get anything going. No. Like not at all. Like not nothing even close. Uh, just so you know, the Flyers only had sixteen shots on goal in that game. So it's such boring hockey. Probably not going to work for you. Probably not going to be uh, very good if you only get six sixteen the, shots on six goal. Six in the first, three in the second, and seven in the third. Yeah, it's great. That's if I was a coach, I'd be fucking losing my mind on these guys. Like, are you serious? But. He's coaching to the best of his team's ability, right? So he that's is, what they're yes. using. He is. You know, so it is what it is. It's crazy, man. I, ca- I can't believe that the three of the biggest teams are gone. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Who do we got? So gone. Colorado's gone. Philadelphia's gone. Yeah. Boston. And Boston. It's gonna be like a. It's gonna be one of those years again where it's an odd Stanley Cup champion. Okay, so let me ask you this: Do you think the Islanders can beat you? you you've picked you picked them for your upset. I did again. I did. I'm. Do you think they can upset two. Tampa Bay? Do you have an upset in this in this oh, next round? If I do, it's not in the fucking East. I don't think it's in the East. I just I just think Tampa Bay is just too good right now. Everything's firing on all cylinders for them. Goaltending's fantastic. 
Their forwards are firing on, and they don't even have Stamkos yet. Vegas has got to be favored for to the win Dallas. Series oh, I would think so, but Dallas too. I didn't even think they were going to get through last round for fuck's sakes. Yeah, neither did I. Like I them didn't think they or team, or but... the Islanders, they're both kind of shocking. But mm-hmm. imagine it's Dallas and fucking New York in the finals. No, watch it. <laughs> yeah, you will. You I'll were, watch the highlights. We're gonna sit here and crush beers I'll and watch, watch hockey. You're fucking watching it. You're fucking put me you're, to sleep, bro. You, okay, if that's the case, if that happens, you're gonna watch the. You have to watch the games when there's a chance that somebody hoists the cup. That one I'll watch. Well, what if there's more than one though? I'll watch game four on. <laughs> Is it then your luck it'll only be two to two after four games? <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch fucking. Holy shit. shit. Anyways, let's uh you think we should flop over to the interview? Absolutely. We got a total butte on with us. Should we uh toss it over to him? Yep, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe Garen. Roll it. Are you looking to hire a photographer? Check out Windsor's own Melissa Fay Photography. With affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between. Mention Hattrick Hockey and enjoy 10% off any service. Find her on social media as Melissa Fay Photography. And this next guy we have on was a former Essex 73s goalie in the late 80s. He's also a former alumni president and is now on the board for the past 11 years for the 73s. Let's give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Joe Garen. Joe, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How's everything so far? Everything is great. Great. So first thing that I want to know is when did you start, because you played net, right? I did. So when did you start in goal? Like how old were you? Oh, I was probably four or five years old when I put the skates on and then my first year of minor hockey. Uh, I couldn't skate very well, so they just threw me a net. I think I might have played out once. Um, back then, we had no face masks. I remember doing oh. the, the drill with the stick behind your, your neck, and you I don't know why they would do that, but you'd twist your back, and try yeah. to, and I fell face first, cut my chin open. Yeah, it was really early on. And uh, Anyways, they put the mask on me and put me in net, and I never left, really. Uh, maybe one short period uh, in uh, Bantam, I thought, uh, I was a pretty decent boggy player out, so I thought, hey, I'm going to play out. I've had enough of the goalie, and I broke my leg. So uh, other than that one year, I've always played net, yeah, pretty much since the get-go. Yeah. That's a tough way to start. Yeah, yeah. Is this a goalie podcast? <laughs> I know. We are getting on a lot of goalies. <laughs> I will say that. You you grew up in Essence, yeah? I did. I was uh, born in Windsor and raised in Riverside up to the age of uh, nine, uh, grade four, moved to Essex. So I played like uh, a couple years of hockey in Riverside and then moved out to Essex 76, been here since. Your mom and dad were from here as well? No, nope, my parents are both from North, Britain, Ontario. And, uh, Great my, place. Yeah. Weren't we just talking about that yeah. place? Yeah, yeah. Um, with with uh, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, my dad uh, moved down to Windsor area. It's, uh, a couple of my cousins had already moved down here. We're working at Chrysler. I think it took him about a year, and he uh, got hired in '64 at Chrysler, and then my mom followed shortly after. She, my dad, always kids that uh, wherever he went, she followed him, so it was kind of just meant to be. But yeah, so they were born up uh, in northern Ontario. So how old were you when you started with the threes? '73s uh, full time. My first year junior, I was uh, uh, 16 years old. Just turns just turned 17. I'm a late birthday November, so yeah. 
84. 1984 was my first year of junior. Um, I had a, an interesting stories before that. I mean, I had some kicks at the can. So when I was, I played travel goal um, up until Bantam Major and didn't like the coach in Essex at Bantam Major and uh, lost a little bit of love for the game. Uh, decided to play out, broke my leg. Very, very <laughs> first exhibition uh, uh, game of house league. Broke my leg. Oh. Faced off with Gary Edwards. I don't know if you know Gary Edwards. And anyways, uh, they the just flooded the ice. I went for the puck, slid in the board, broke my leg. Oh. Did, so missed the whole year. Then the next year, I went back to net, and I was just going to play house league. And the juvenile team needed a goalie. Everyone's 15 years old, the juvenile travel team. The guys that were like 18, 19, yeah, 20 years drunk. old. So I, I played the whole year with them. Had a good year. Um, got a couple looks. Got an invite to go off Plotters uh, Junior A, which I was kind of at, you know, got the letter in the mail. I'm like, wow. But uh, as it turned out, I got another letter from Dave Branch, OHL, saying you're too young uh, to get an invite. You have to be 16 years of age and or live within a certain kilometers of the of the center you're trying out for. So I missed that opportunity. Next year, um, played midget major with uh, uh, our midget minor and uh, Donnie McDermott was our coach. And I had a shot at uh, Southern Wolves up there for their camp. Um, first exhibition game, I remember like they had Jeff Brown who played with Quebec, who was with Quebec then, and they had Jeff um, Greeno was there, and uh, Verbeek was there. Wow. First exhibition game, I thought, hey, Reiko was up there too. Warren was a friend of mine. Warren was up there, and first exhibition game, shut out. Think, oh, hey, this on next three goals, first period by Verbeek. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and that was it for Joe Garon. Which Verbeek was that? That was a Pat Ruby. Pat Ruby. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. He was never even going to be playing in Sudbury, but he was in there for the skates. Yeah. Because the NHL camps hadn't started yet. And uh, yeah, so, but you know, I was only 16 years old then and uh, came back and was going to play. Actually, from there, it was, uh, they offered me a spot up that way to play. Um, they sent me to uh, Markham, Tier 2 Junior A. And it just so I was Markham was getting a goaltender back from uh, Toronto Marlies. That bumped me down, and I could have stepped there and played Junior B, Streetsville, offered me an opportunity, Markham Junior B offered me an opportunity. Uh, my dad at my age said, just come back, played 73, Billy Blair was coaching. Um, didn't really have much room to play behind Les Garrett, who was a very good goaltender back in the day. A goalie I looked up to and sat, I think, the first five, six, seven games in a row, and then that was it. I just said, you know what, my dad said, you're going to sit on the bench and you guys will go play midget major, and so that's what I did, play midget major. Um, had a decent year in midget, and then the next year started my junior career in Essex. Hockey. Always wanted to be a 73, so yeah. I was happy with that. Hockey was way different then, eh? Way different, yeah. I mean, I look back on some of the videos I have and uh, and look at some of the articles. And, um, I'm not saying that we weren't good at the time. I thought we were good at the time, but when you see these kids now play, it's just crazy. Well, yeah. Yeah. The game's evolved so much, as you know. And Well, you can fight with your head down now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where somebody was trying to take your head off yeah. you know back when you played oh yeah so oh yeah because I, sure. I remember going to see you play and i remember going to see uh yeah seeing les garrett net and uh like how rough those games were like it, it was just like that's I, when I hockey was hockey man oh, it was so much fun and th that arena was packed yeah. all the time because almost every guy mm -hmm. on that team was from the surrounding area that's right right yeah, yeah. So, majority of players that played on on our team were we're from Essex, yeah. and, uh, and if you played in Amherstburg, you were from Amherstburg. We only had very few imports. An import back then was someone that came from Windsor, or somebody that maybe played on, like in a, on a town that didn't have junior C hockey. That would be considered an import. Right. We were only had a few of them. I think maybe four. The rest of the guys had to be from Essex minor hockey or 
at least in that gray area where they lived in Cotton, maybe played in Essex minor yep. hockey or had a choice. They had no junior C team, so they could play either Essex or they could have went to, say, uh, Kingsville didn't have a team that first few years, but they could have went to Leamington, let's say. Right. But, yeah, once you pick, you pick. Yeah, and, and they, they seem to be, like, studs around town, you know what I mean? Everybody, yeah. Everybody wanted to be them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, remember, I remember growing up watching them. So there was a lot more of that for sure with yeah. uh, in even uh, high school. There was no high school hockey in the county right. uh, when I when I played. So a lot of the um, we didn't have to fight with the high school kids. Uh, they all want played junior C, um, and we got a lot of the people that went to high school come to our games. Back then too, guys used to like run over goalies. Oh yeah, back yeah. in the like, oh, yeah. How many times has that happened? A lot. And I'll be honest with you. Any goalie that say they got got hurt is is lying. I mean, we're, we were, we were, even the equipment wasn't as good as it is today. We were well equipped. Yeah. And we knew we were getting hit and we were okay with it. Yeah. Uh, we just played it out, right? Draw did the you, penalty. Uh, draw the uh, mitts? I did drop the mitts. Yeah. 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 I was going to ask yeah. one of my questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, nothing. Uh, I mean, one I can recall, we used to, we used, Leamington was obviously our, uh, our nemesis all the yeah. time and they didn't really like us. We didn't really like them. Uh, now that over the years, I've gotten to know a lot of those guys from Leamington and the other teams too. And, and uh, come to know that you know they're nice, nice guys now. Yeah, whatever. And uh, yeah, Moortown was the other team that we always had come up with. Uh, they were always tough. They always had big clubs. Yeah. Uh, one year, eighty five, eighty six, uh, we beat them out. We got to the league finals, and we were down three games to none. Wow. And, yeah, down three games to none, uh, and thought, oh boy, come back, just chisel, chipped away a little bit, and next thing you know, we're in game seven in Essex, packed. Uh, 2,100 people in that old barn, um, and my mom used to work the box office then and turn people away. Wow. So that's how many people were there. Anyways, we ended up winning that game. I think the game seven was like 13 to four. We beat them. Holy shit. That spring, we had our um, league banquet. Yep. It was in Moortown, and the league sat us right next to Moortown. And we bench cleared the whole the whole series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. No, nothing happened at the banquet. Actually, you know what? Again, you get to know people and off the ice. Yeah, I'm sure, I think I heard Rick say in one of the interviews with you guys that you know you you, you know you leave it on the ice a little bit. Right. Uh, I thought there could have been a lot worse. You know, when you got guys on our team, you know, that could stir the pot like Jonesy and yeah. Kevin Miller and these guys, and they won't mind me dropping their names because they know. Uh, but no, it all worked out fine. But yeah, no, I got in a one with a, a, a defenseman they had. His name was the Purdy. I can't recall his first name. And uh, he was one of those agri- you know, agitated type guys, all the time, big mouth, always running his mouth. But he was pretty tough, good handle himself. He was a decent player. And there was a, just a line clearing um, for all in Essex. And uh, I came out of the net. I, I met him at center ice. And uh, I, I actually got the better of him. I remember our trainer uh, after the, after the, um, we got, Escorted off the ice, I come out from the bench. I had to go right by their dressing room, and our trainer was in there fixing the guy's lip. As I put his tooth right through his lip. Nice. Just got a you know a couple lucky shots in there. And uh, was that with the blocker or without? No, actually, I had some assistance along the glass. Uh, I had him over on the glass, and uh, I don't remember it, but a lot of people said my dad threw hot coffee on. Him. <laughs> I heard about it. That's so, a legendary story. I got some assistance. Yeah, even the, even the fans got into it. Yeah, but. Uh, that's the only time I recall. I mean, on the ice for many of the brawls that we had with different teams, but the only time that I actually really got into it was that time. I can remember, yeah. And I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. at least you won it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always ask guys who are in that, have you ever shot for a goal? No, I can handle a puck okay. 
Um, I probably wasn't the best. Uh, a lot of time back then, goalies didn't really go out of that too much. So it was just kind of getting into uh, playing the puck. Uh, I couldn't shoot it really that well, so I never really went for the goal. Uh, Davey Yanya, who I played with, always went for the goal. He had a great shot. Yeah, no, Rick, he was always at a, yeah. I asked Rick, hey, Rick, have you ever shot for a goal? He goes, all the time. He said, <laughs> no. Still tries. <laughs> Still tries. No, I'd be lucky if I get the puck, you know, raised in the air past the blue line or my own blue line, but. Uh, I could handle the puck, like if it's not thrown in that net, that, that was that was not a problem. I mean, but scoring on the opposition net from goal, I've never tried it. Couldn't reach the red one. No. <laughs> when did you realize that you were crazy enough to want to stay in that? You know what? I never had a fear with it. Never had a fear. I mean, I had some some awesome um, shooters shooting at me, but yeah. I've never really feared the position. Um, I feared the equipment we wore. I mean, because I'd go bruise us, so it, but it was just part of it, right? Right. Uh, I just think it kind of toughened me up a little bit, anyways. But no, um, pretty much since the get the get go, they put me in there. I've never really had a fear of the of the puck. Now I remember what I was going to ask him. When was the last time you had the pads on? Um. So when I was done junior, I uh, had to give all my equipment back. To the team that had me at the time, oh, okay. so I really started with no. I played maybe I, I I scrounged up some equipment. I played in a couple of uh, probably playing like three, four leagues maybe at a time for a couple three four years, and then uh, um, stopped playing. Just stopped. I didn't really have much interest in, but mostly it was because I didn't have the money to buy the equipment. Right. Um, and then I. Well, I had my son, and then by a few years into that, I decided a couple of guys said, "Why don't you come on and play?" I was only like thirty-two years old, thirty-five. Took it back up for a year, and uh, just as the year was about halfway through and things were going good, I was playing a little pickup hockey in Essex, and buzzer went, and someone pushed somebody, and I was down, and I hyperextended my knee, fell back on me, and blew my knee out. So, and I haven't played really since. I think I maybe put him on for one alumni game. And uh, I think I lasted maybe one penalty shot. We scored him, and I, I went out of the net just as quick as I went in it. So to me, the only thing I really miss of it, I mean, I it's it's a young person's game, especially the goaltender. Yeah. Uh, I don't miss the putting the equipment on, and there's it, it a workout just putting the equipment on. For sure. And uh, I just miss the camaraderie, like just hanging with the guys in yeah. the dressing room, having a, a chat, and then after junior was having a beer after the games and stuff like that, and you know, going upstairs for a drink or going out on a tournament. That's kind of stuff I miss about it. But I think that's pretty much everybody's miss, yeah. right? Like when, when you stop playing the the having the beers, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and just shooting the shit, telling bullshit stories, that's whatever. Right. You know, that's like, why I call it beer league. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was good though because the guys in the room keep you in check, right? I can tell any story I want to you guys right now. I got no one here to, to right. fact check me. Yeah. But in Correct. that dressing room, they're they're on you right away. They go, whoa, whoa, whoa. you give an equal, not four, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And your dad did throw copy on that person. <laughs> So. Who uh, who had the hardest shot you ever faced? Who has uh, uh, a youngster like in minor hockey? It was again. I'm a late birthday. I'm a November birthday, so I was playing against some of the guys on my team. Like uh, Warren and Jeff Clifford had really heavy shots, but they were almost a year older than me because their birthdays were like early in the year. Uh, so in my like Pee Wee Bantam days, where I'd go home with the bruises would be the Warren O'Neills and the Jeff Cliffords of the world. When I got the junior, the two guys that stick out the most to me would be. We had a guy from out east coming through. That's Herbie Ellsworth. 
he had a really, really heavy shot. Um, Gordy Davison had another one that had a really heavy shot where the puck hits you, Rob, and it doesn't like go flying. It just hits you and just drops the ice. It's and it's like, you. oh, right? <laughs> yeah. It's one of those really heavy shots. Yeah. The hardest shot around here that I've ever faced was uh, Dan Mahon. I mean, he's, just, he's got an NHL shot. Plus, I mean, matter of fact, there was an alumni game uh, we played a few years back, and Dave Daniel come over and played in. Dave, you know, got pro hockey experiences. He, he ranks Dan Mahon's shot with up there with Madonna and, and Hulls. No kidding. That's, all, I, that's all hard of a shot he's got. I uh, met, I met, uh, I was talking to him a few days ago, and uh, he was telling stories about his brother. You know, like, uh, mm -hmm. it, they were amazing stories, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and I shook that guy's hand, and it's, it covered my whole oh, hand. Yeah. Like, what yeah. about big. Felt like a little kid when you Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like sticking your hand in a tire. Oh, my You know God. what I mean? Like, if. Like, and, and what a gem! He's yeah, such a beaut. Dan don't know his own strength. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a great guy. Yeah, um, I've been fortunate to know him, and, and um, his boy and my boy are the same age, and they play minor sports together and hang, hang out together, and that. So, yeah, but uh, good hockey player too. Really, you played player. with him on the threes? No, Dan's a couple of years older than I. So by the time I was playing the threes, Dan had already he was up in Kingston playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. There's so many good hockey players that come from oh, around this area. You know, oh, it's like, nice. From I'm all like, over the county. I'm like uh, the encyclopedia on the 73s. I do a lot, a lot of the history on them, and I run the website. So I know a lot of the. I've, I've been able to um, – I, 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 I remember coming to Essex in 76, 77 and watching those teams play. Mm -hmm. I can't speak to anybody who played before that, but I know a lot of people that uh, tell me about the guys that were like from the 73s first team and, and so on. Um, the blues cars and blues cars and that, but even more than that. I mean, there's been some really hot. Did you players. ever see those guys play? Uh, the no, they're, they're well before me. Oh, okay. Like I say, uh, those guys are, they played 73, Bruce played 73, 74, 74, 75. Keith played 74, 75, 75, 76. So just a little bit before I remember. My earliest recollections were really like the 1977, 78 team that won all Ontario. Um, they were almost as perfect as, uh, Tony's team back in 08-9, they won, I think they only lost like one game all year, maybe yeah. two. I think yeah. they were, we were just talking about that yesterday too. They won like 59-1-1 uh, one one or something. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, that team was really good. In 08-9, they had a great record. And uh, um, this 78 team was just as good. Um, like Brian Hills played in that team. Brian Hills was uh, at Riverside. And Brian come played one year in Essex, scored 62 goals. 118 points, wow. and uh, went to the Windsor Royals next year. And then from there, he got a scholarship at Bowling Green, four years there, won um NCAA championship, was a Hoyt Baker finalist. Oh, yeah, like really good hockey players. Uh, and Dave Perpich and, uh, gets a lot of credit for that, and so does Mike Sadler. Uh, they just, Mike uh, was a general manager, and uh, Dave knew a lot of guys. Dave um, was a teacher in Windsor, and uh, Built a really good team around the guys that we already had in Essex, right? Right. We had a lot of guys that they're even the Chittle brother, like they, you know, they're Manning Road. They could have almost played uh, Bell River, yeah. you know, but they played their minor hockey in Essex. McGuire's, Chittles, names that are Ganyos from McGregor. Uh, so yeah, a lot of good hockey players. First, first Chevaliers, lots of family names in yeah. threes, if not one or two brothers, like all when, kinds. When do you think that it started going away and? drawing other players in from other towns. Well, I think um, they bumped the age group because uh, now you have three years of midget. We're back when I played, it was two years of midget. So they held it going back a year. There was, um, 
Triple A hockey came in too. That kind of changed things. Um, junior B used to only be one option in, when I played, and that was Windsor. And if you played in Windsor, you were really, if you were from the county, you felt like you weren't really wanted in Windsor. Right. Um, but if you're from Essex, you really want to play for Sartrees because we were a better team. Right. I would argue that uh, the years I played, um, and it was just no disrespect to the players that played there, um, but as a team, I was from Essex. I wanted to play in Essex, and I never wanted to play in Windsor. Um, and when I did want to play in Windsor, it was my last year, and my time had passed. By the time I got there, they were in a turnover, and uh, they had another goalie that was 20 years old from the States, Jim Dunkey. And um, I remember telling Don a funny story, so I played three years at Junior Steve at Essex. But that's kind of when it changed. When I think when Triple A and that came in there, and it got watered down a bit. Now we have more options at Junior B. There's a lean as a team, a Sal as a team. Right. Um, but after I played three years in Essex, my last year, the year before Dave Gagne, I went to play in uh, Windsor. And uh, he had, they were a bad team, and he probably saw 60 game pucks a game. Oh, um, gave up, I think his average was probably 9 or 10. Was that for the Bulldogs or for the Spitfires? Royals, which became oh, Bulldogs. Royals, yeah, right. which became yeah. the Bulldogs. And, uh, but he represented, um, he, got, he, he played a lot of games, seen a lot of rubber. At junior B level, you do have scouts. Scouts do go overseas. At junior C level, we were really not considered developmentally. Even back then, we really weren't. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my last year, Kingsville got a team. And Donnie McDermott from Essex was going to be a coach there. And Donnie was hounding me to play. He knew I wasn't going to go back to play in Essex. So I had had a little falling out with uh, with the coaching staff. And uh, and uh, I had promised myself that I wasn't going to play in Essex in my last year. I'm going to go play junior B. Um, they quartered me to go there and play. So that was my plan. But Donnie was a good friend of mine, and uh, he kept edging me to come and play in Kingsville for him. If I got cut from, and I'm thinking the back of my mind, I'm not getting, I'm not getting cut, so that's not going to be that. Sure enough, though, I get cut. And he's in the dressing room. Frank immediately goes, hey, Kingsville. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're out of all that stuff. <laughs> Anyways, it all worked out good. He, he was good to me, Donnie. He understood my situation my last year. I told him I wanted to play. Um, he had a young team. And I, he gave me an opportunity to move on when we were, you know, mathematically out of it, which was around November. <laughs> and uh, I ended up playing in Bell River. And uh, as fate would have it, uh, we lost the Essex in the first round. So oh. it come full circle. But that's all part of it. You live and learn. Yep. So, the yeah. The Marion Hosa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Donnie's name keeps coming up in the, yeah. the podcast. Yeah. We just had his son on Jamie yesterday. We were talking to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Donnie's uh, a hockey guy. He's, yeah. he's, he's coached at every level. Got and his own son. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a, he's he doesn't play favors. Favors If anybody said he he does the politics, you, you, yeah. you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You know he's competitive, and I think a lot of uh, if you're uh, if you're from I don't care if you're from Leamington, where you're from, um, if you got a coach that's competitive um, and and has the desire to win and help you along the way and develop you, that's a winning formula. And we were fortunate to have guys like that, like Donnie McDermott. But he may not have had the best coaching record, never made the best team to coach, but he was always all in. You know, he did everything he could. Well, with with your knowledge, how come you never coached? Like, um, I don't know. Rob coaches coaching is something that really never at that level never really crossed my mind. I was a goaltender coach for Donnie. Oh, okay. In the early nineties, um, helped out a little bit there. Um, I don't know. I really, I can't really answer. I never really had the desire to, you know. Coach with my dad and my brother, Bantam travel one year and uh, learned, you know, that, you know, the parents of the 
of the kids a little different than when I was younger. And it's probably even worse now. Like I have Whoa. a 22 year old who's been through it. It's very, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and they can't do any wrong to kids either. Right? right. So it's a whole different, uh, but I never really had that drive to coach at the junior level. Hmm. Who was your, uh, favorite growing up like to watch? Um, on a, on a professional level, yeah. I would say I, cause of my size and, and as more of a, a reflex goalie than I was a positional goalie even. Um, I wasn't the disciplined type of goalie. I really enjoyed watching Bernie Falk play, uh, Mike Palmentier. Uh, those guys were kind of like, you know, um, on a non-professional level, like I looked up to, to Les Garrett. I thought like Les is four or five years older than I was. And when I was growing up and, and coming up in minor hockey and go watch starting three games, Les was the guy like, you know, we wanted to, to be a 73 and we wanted to, you know, be a less gear type of goaltender. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate enough a few times to go out and uh, for some practices when I was 14, 15 years old and maybe even another goaltender for whatever reason. And uh, I remember watching them do the, the yo-yo drill and Les would literally lay down in the crease and just move his glove and his blocker and challenge guys to score on him. Really? And he'd win 90% of the time. Like, yeah. He was at 73's coach as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Coach, manager. Yep. Did, did he win a Schwartz Cup? He, um, one year, um, so 73's hadn't won anything since 78. Even when I played, we went, um, Hanover one year, 80, 80, or 84, we lost to Bell River in the league finals. 85, 86, we got the all Ontario semifinal, lost to Norwich. 86, 87, we lost to Hanover in the, uh, quarters. And there was really not a team from 86, 87 until Les took over that team in the late 90s, probably 99, 98, 99, somewhere here, 2000 maybe, um, where they won the league title. Right. And then they went on to, so we had some, some pretty grim years in the 90s. Um, and uh, they they got on the next round, they lost, but uh, that was quite a conflict. And then uh, I don't think Les got any deeper than that young. He, he managed more, I think, than he coached. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember going to see him, uh, not him, but going to see the teams when he, he was coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he had that uh, very physical style of yep. what the 73s were known for. You yep. know what I mean? Like back in the day when you were playing. Yeah, you need to, you need that type of player, though, too. I mean, he, yes. had, he had some of those players. Right. You know, he had some guys that were willing to drop the mitts and go in the corner and bang. Rob, man, go ahead. I see you got a bunch over there. Shoot away, brother. And your favorite team is the Leafs. Who's your favorite player? Well, I think my favorite to watch when I was growing up was Daryl Sittler. Sittler yeah. um, I don't think he was the best player ever, but uh, surely one of the best Leafs. Um, just the way he carried himself on the ice and off the ice. Um, and I could just imagine that environment playing with that knucklehead Ballard. How, you know, I mean, but uh, yeah, I always enjoyed watching him him play. But I'm not, even though I'm a Leafs fan, uh, I, I, I like, I'm not, uh, when it comes to hockey, if, if, if it's the Montreal Canadiens and they have someone good on their team, like I was a Steve Eisenman fan. I love yeah, him. Not a Red, I'm not a Red Wing fan. Uh, I root against them. But. I root for Eisenman. Right. I, I thought he was good a good hockey player. player. Is a good hockey player, and I like the way he carried himself on and off the ice too. Yeah. Best player in my mind, though, is is Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
in my mind, in my in my in my time, maybe not because he was well before me. But you watch him do these things, Aor, like even Bobby Orr, who was really good. Gretzky did things, and you're, you're like, well, the goalie's not that good. I mean, how can you not stop that? Well, no one else is scoring 80, 90 goals a year, <laughs> right? They may be in 50 or 40. He's getting 90. From the top of the circle, yeah. wherever, right? Had a, that four-year run, four five-year run, he had 196 points one year. Four of the years, he had over 200. That's like 1,000 points in five years. Those, uh, kind of makes you wonder how that was done, you know, because what's the most, like, nowadays, like, 120? Honestly, know, well, if he played nowadays, though, he'd get killed. Guys would crush him. Uh, I, I think guys he would adapt, are just like he did. Well, I'm sure he would game, after some time, I mean? but he'd get, he'd get smacked around a little because well, guys are bigger, faster. You know what I mean? The game's changed a lot since well, he's been he, around. But he heard that story all his life that there was a sure, bigger Yeah, better. that is true. He did hear that. But, I mean, I think um, it's hard to compare ears, but I think if uh, I think if someone, like, excelled in their year, they, it's possible they were that good of an athlete that could probably excel right. if they were living in our era. Right. They would change something that they'd they'd have they to obviously something. did something yeah. to make themselves that good. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, but right. I don't think he would get the points he gets because I don't think the game uh, allows you to get that many points anymore. Right. right? There's no, there's, there was no systems back then, per se, defensive systems to, to slow you down. Right. To slow you down was to the coach would sit for the game. Wherever 99 goes, you go with them. Right. That was their defensive well, system. Well, you had Semenko, you know, yeah. and and who was the other one that, that uh, tough guy? Not McSorley. They had another guy on. They had Kevin McClellan. They've had, they had quite a few guys. Yeah. That, they had always had somebody watching. And all the teams did. They Even even if they if they always had somebody watching their, their big guy, right? Well, why, why, do you, why do you think that they're, they're trying to get away from fighting now? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of stupid because it is. It has been accepted as part of the game, right? Um, and it always has. Yeah, it's the only sport that is accepted. I mean, in, in terms of a team sport. Would you say since Gary Batman took over, he's wanted to get fighting out? Um, I don't know. I I think a, a lot of the team team mindset behind how you build the teams changed. They're getting players now that uh, they even the fourth line they have to contribute. They have right. to score. Hard to find those guys that can do that and fight. Right. Probert, exception to the rule. Right. You know, you got to some guys like that. Yep. But for the most part, it's pretty tough to find a guy that's going to score you 30, 40 goals and be able to drop the gloves 26 times a year. Right. Wendell and Clark, not get hurt. Wendell Clark, like, I, I just love He was my favorite growing up. Yeah. I just loved watching him because yeah. he could put the puck in the net and then he could put your nose on the other side of your yeah, face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, like, and pound for pound, he would fight pro. And I hate the least. Much taller than I hate the least, yeah. but I give credit where credit's due. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I loved watching Probert. I loved watching Probert stir it up, stick it up, you know, and then beat somebody up. Yeah, you know, Back or when hockey go was bury good. one. Yeah, back in hockey was good. It was good, <laughs> but it, it's good now too. But you it's don't good now on a skill level. When right. it comes to just pure entertainment, it was better back in the I day. I don't get as excited as I yeah. did when I, when I was a kid watching. You know, like I I find today's hockey actually uh, the opposite. I don't find it as exciting. It's fast, fast. But to me, it's it, again, it's so so much systems. It's not a, a game that has the flow um, that I'm used to seeing. Like I like those 93, 94 Leaf teams, that year of hockey, the Red Wings back in the day, too. When, you know, they, when's the last time you seen a guy go down the wing and get a pass to a slap shot? It doesn't happen anymore. No. It can't. Right. It doesn't mean that that wasn't a good style of hockey. I like that style of hockey. Mm -hmm. Or see a guy go down the wing and 
rub someone out in the corner and then possibly I like that kind of hockey. Today's game doesn't doesn't have that. No. It's better than it was ten years ago when they were doing that cycling crap. Yeah. You know, get the puck in the corner and, it, and it's literally that would be your practice, cycling. How to get the puck in the corner and keep cycling around, cycling around, cycling around. Yeah, that's real fun to watch. It's somebody gets pissed off and just runs somebody. Yeah. Right? Might as well watch fucking soccer. Right. You can't touch anybody right now. No, I mean, yeah. I did watch the expedition game last night, Toronto Montreal yep. game. Yeah. Um, the Montreal defenseman Petrie gets a sla- uh, hooking penalty or slashing penalty. I don't know. He he hits the guy's stick between the two gloves and he gives him come a penalty. Right. I don't, I don't get that. Well, is it just the refs trying to warm up to get their arms going? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. They, don't know. Like, they, do, they call all those stupid little hooks and holds now that they used to never call. And well, I'm not, it's because they want more, playoffs. I, I, yeah. I honestly think it's because they want more goals in the game. So, easy way to get more goals in the game, more penalties, right? Yeah, but still, they'll call the ones that are completely obvious. Sometimes they call the ones that are just, you're like, okay, where was there a penalty? And I got, and I got to keep <laughs> rewinding it to see if I can I find it. I, I know. And I can't find it. I don't see it. Well, it's, uh, I put the stick on the glove, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, come on. That's yeah. not hockey. Yeah. You know, you got to let that stuff go. But like we were talking to Dave Cassidy, and we were, he was like, "Yep, yeah, you know the whistle goes away in the third period." Yeah. But now it doesn't. Through the all the regular season, those penalties are still getting called. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's a totally different game when the playoffs start. Well, let's just have playoff hockey all the time. Yeah. Don't even have but a regular season. Also, too, you know? not all refs are like Dave, where Dave wants them to play, where Dave wants. Well, Dave them wants play, to see his style mean? of game, yeah, right? Exactly, and I would too if I was a ref. Right. Put it away. Called. The shit that's real obvious. Mm-hmm. Let's go, man. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. Like, like I said, I can't remember the last time I threw my arms up watching a game. You know, like not at the arena, but yeah. sitting at home where I used to do it all the time. Jump right off the couch when the yeah. Leafs would score because hockey was it was fun to watch. You know, like you knew, oh, something's gonna happen. You know, I can see it coming, and then sure enough, there it was. Now you're like. I can't. I fucking hope he goes down there and kicks that guy's yeah. ass. But he doesn't. Well, you know what I dislike about the, about the game right now so much? It's just it's so the the commentators analyze everything right down to the. And I hate yeah. that. Yeah. Just I don't want you to hear you know what the guy did to escape or why this worked and this didn't work. Right. I just want to see the guys go. And last seven years I've been with seventy threes on the on the executive and going to all the seventy three games and I really enjoy watching the junior hockey at that level. Much more than I watch a whole junior seed game, turn on a leaf game at night and listen to those commentators try to commentate a game, and I can't even get through a whole game. Right. And it's two one, and it's four three, and it's three two, and it's just to me, just to me, if 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 goal scoring is their focus, I think they're going about it the wrong way. I mean, you can't make them, you can't bastardize a game and start changing all the, you know, the size of the net and stuff like that. But um, it's a totally different game. Well, let's look at it this way. If how often do you ever watch the All Star game? You know what I mean. So it's fifteen fourteen. Hey, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, I walked out. I cut yeah. the grass. I came back. You know, there was thirteen yeah. goals scored in that time that I walked. Why yeah. don't cut the grass? <laughs> but I watch a two a two one game or a one nothing game, and it's way more exciting because the checking's more physical. You know the. The not being able to get yeah. away from each other, you yeah. know, like I, I just find that all star game. games though. The only things that's actually good is the guys actually do like showcase their fucking skills because right. they make those crazy passes that yep. they wouldn't normally try in games. Yep. And so, in that like aspect of it, it's okay. 
but I get what you're saying. When but but like when we were talking to Mike and we talked about the Battle of Alberta that just happened yeah, yeah. a couple months ago, and everybody was talking about that game. Yeah. That was the only game that everybody's talked about all year. That one had one a little game. bit of everything. Because it, it was had like everything four to three, in it. That ended in overtime. Watching. There was yeah. a bunch of fights. There was yeah. a goalie yeah. fight. There was, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. There's yeah. drama there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I hope they meet in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm praying for that to happen. <laughs> like, please give me a seven game series of those two teams. Yeah, yeah. it'd just be nice to see them get back to, like, because, you know, like, there's a reason that we don't see European hockey over here. Like, they don't televise it because it, it's almost turning into that style of game. You know, yeah. like, that's what I see coming. Like, is Gary Bettman creating a league that he wants to play in? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Like fucking Putin or something? <laughs> yeah. Why not? But <laughs> he'll score six goals yeah. a game. Game winner. First period's <laughs> over, zero, zero. Five shots to four, no fights. <laughs> Nothing. What did I just I'm going to the bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three hits. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. And there's a lot and there's a lot of periods like that. You know, there's only, like, so many times in the game where I'm getting excited. Now, how's... Hopefully, as you know, this this year's a little bit screwed up with COVID and everything. But you know, usually when it got the playoffs, things got a little bit more, you know, elevated, right? Yeah, My right. interest was peaked more. Um, and as the playoffs went on, you know, the hockey seemed to get a little bit better and a little bit better. Uh, hopefully, we, we get back to that. Yeah, once these guys warm up, they get going again. Right. I think they will. I was pretty impressed last night with uh, the expedition game. I really? thought it was a pretty fast-paced game. I just saw the third period. Yeah. They had a fight in the uh, like, Florida game today. Guess who it was? It was Brian Boyle. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, you're like, Boyle's going to cave somebody's face. <laughs> face somebody's first, out. first game he's fighting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, That's I awesome. laughed as soon as I seen it because I'm like, holy shit, Rob and, called it. And, I, and I, I, I thought it sucked when the Leafs gave up on him. You know, like got rid of and him. And he was kind of cheap too, right? Like, yeah. 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 A couple million bucks maybe? Yeah. It's the same thing. So we go back to Mad Martin too. You yeah. got way too many skilled and talented players on that team to not have any protection. The league's not going to protect them. You didn't like the Martin deal? Get rid of them? I didn't. You yeah. did? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I I'm, thought he was a, a chemistry guy on that yeah. team. He was a glue. You know, he had. I don't think he's any. I don't think he's any. Um, Less important to the team than some of the guys that got there. Yeah, like, yeah. those guys. I mean, look yeah. who you got now, though, in that in that role. Well, I, I do like Clifford, but but is Clifford, yeah. is Clifford better than Martin? Might be better at slugging bases. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Matt I'd Martin, like to see him go. Martin's dumped a lot of guys in this league. So is Kyle Clifford. Wasn't a <laughs> but Tony Babcock was a was a fan of him anyway, was he? Of Martin. Of Martin. I Babcock have no idea. Cool. Babcock's not a fan of anybody. Yeah. No. Is yeah, anybody yeah. a fan of Babcock? He's a grumpy anymore? prick. Though. Yeah. I still think he's a Hall of Famer, but sure. I mean, a lot of stuff really hit well, the like when they dumped him, eh? Yeah. They start all this stuff started coming out. I, well, one, one moment I thing. said, Commodore, shut, you know, shut the hell up. And then I started hearing everyone else talking about him. I'm like, well, maybe Commodore's on a point here. Like, yeah. Did you hear dead. what he did to Mike Madonna when he was with the Red Wings? Yeah. No. He was playing his thousandth game. He's playing his thousandth game. He signed with the Wings that one year. Yep. Signed with the Wings, wanted to come home, play, because he's from Michigan somewhere. And uh, so he was getting ready to suit up for his thousandth game, had family in the stands, everything. Babcock fucking scratched him. Yeah. What like an asshole. I mean, it was this year, opening day. Oh, yeah. yeah. What so an terrible, asshole, right? like, Come on. Like, the, guy's, the guy is signing for the league minimum, basically. Yep. Coming here to Toronto, his home. But Babcock did not want him. They didn't want him. And that's the thing, right? I, mean, I don't even think Babcock was a real fan of, uh, of the general manager. You know, he yeah, just, Kyle Dubis, I don't think they got along at all, but 
you know. Yeah. That team was not playing for him. No, well, they quit on him. Yeah. For sure they did. Yeah. Well, well that, sh- that stuff that came out about Mitch Marner, you know, uh, write down what you think about this guy. Yeah. And, yeah, what the and hell? And then you go out I think that came from Martin, didn't it? Didn't it? Wasn't Martin the one that? Yeah, said I, that? I think he's the yeah, one that brought it yeah. to everybody's attention. Yeah. That, those two were close. Happened. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. And and Matthews. Yeah, it was Marner, Matthews, and uh, Martin. Martin, yeah. Like you get Tyson Berry, you try to make make him something he's not. Yeah. You knew what you're getting when you got him. You're getting a, a a minus player on the back end with maybe average defensive skills, but you know what you're getting on the offense side. Right. Of him, he right? can fly. You're gonna have to put him with somebody that can take care of him. Right. And uh, they tried to make him all defense, which you've seen. He was just frustrated. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's got to be frustrating. First game but as a coach, why would you do that? Why would you try and change? Because I think Babcock's just hard-headed. Yeah. I think he's just he that kind of coach. He wants to be the big It's going to be his way or no way. He wants his guys right. to play his way. Like Scotty Bowman like that, too. Yeah. This is just the way it is. Yeah. But Scotty had a completely different way of going about it, though. Scotty brought the best out of his players. Didn't, like, make him, didn't make him cry in the dressing room. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, funny story, so uh, Rob has been up to Britt, where my parents are from, but anyways, there's a, uh, my cousin from, from Britt played for the St. Louis Blues. Um, Gary Sauron was named, he played with Scotty Bowman, because Scotty Bowman was their coach there in expansion. Thank God for expansion, or Gary would have never made the NHL at all. But anyways, I was at Gary's house, he was at Chatham now, and he was telling me and my dad a story where they were in the playoffs against Montreal, and he had scored the game-winning goal, and uh, they went out to celebrate, but he knew he had to be back for his curfew. He got a phone call that night. He's still, you know, high as a kite that he, that he got the game winning goal against Montreal. And it's Bowman. His wife says, it's Scotty on the phone. He's like, oh, Scotty's probably calling and telling me that, you know, I did a good good job today scoring the game winner. He was all over him because he was on the wrong wing when he scored the goal. What wing do you play, Gary? And he tells me, he goes, and where were you when you scored? He told him, he goes, and he hung up on him. <laughs> That's Scotty Bowman right there. <laughs> Holy Jerry shit. goes, I think I'm doing something good. I won the goddamn game, and he's <laughs> pitching me out, and he calls me. That's hilarious. Pitch me out. So if, if you had to pick right now, and I know you'll probably say the Leafs like this fucking No, we'll, we'll just say no Okay, Leafs. Okay, so if you can't take the Leafs, who's going to win the Cup this year? Well, you know, from my perspective, because uh, there's been such a gap, and I don't know who's, who's healthy, who isn't. Boston's got a whole bunch of guys on COVID, and – uh, I really don't know. Somebody said there should be an asterisk next to the Stanley Cup winner this year. And I think, well, part of me is saying, originally I said, no, no, because everyone's playing by the same rules. Everyone's going in. But I guess if you lose some players to COVID and, you, and you're as short as this, yeah, it's, everyone's playing by the same rules, but you got the short end of the stick on that one. I don't know. I mean, going into it, I was at Boston before mm-hmm. all this happened. They were like on fire. And then it was, they seemed to have Toronto's numbers, so Toronto wasn't getting fired. I'm a realist, too, right? So, I mean, even though I like Toronto, if I if, if you're asking me you want to bet on something and bet on Leeds, I'd probably go, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I push for them, as any fan does, right, that supports your team. But I'm not blind to the fact that, you know, that they weren't going to possibly win this year. They don't, just don't have the, the defense, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, the goaltending was a little sketchy. They got the parts. I think they got a lot of good, great talent. Yeah, they up, up forward. I don't know. I'm hearing all kinds of stuff about the Rangers and them this year. Like right now, they might have a good chance of winning. I don't know how or why, but. Did you hear uh, Jamie was telling us yesterday? He's a Rangers fan. No, really, is he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have never guessed. He <laughs> said, think about this. If Carolina loses out in that, in that play-in round and the Rangers win the cup, they get Carolina's first round draft pick. If they win that first round oh, draft yeah. pick, 
they yeah, get it. They can yeah. get that kid. Wow. To add How to crazy is that? Roster. That is crazy. <laughs> that, that would is be that would be insane. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about the Rangers. I don't know. What have you guys heard anything different? Have you heard anything about the Rangers? No, I don't. You know, I usually don't follow them too much. No. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, is Tampa Bay? You know, or is yeah. it even going to be a team from that from East oh, or West? Tampa Where's Bay. Oh, I think I, it's going to be a team I, out of the East. Yeah. If if so, doesn't Boston have? They kind of have the first round off, right? I, it's I, just I, a round robin. Yeah, like round proceeding. Robin. So yes. like three games they play or whatever yeah. it is, right? Like a warm up. Right. So if. Uh, if Boston gets healthy, I, I Boston was right there last year, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I I honestly think it would be Boston. I like seeing. Uh, I like always love seeing teams who don't normally win win. Yeah. Well, let's face yeah. it, the Wings are out, so I don't I don't know I don't really care who wins it. I just want to see good hockey. Yep. And, and you will. I think I think you will. But Boston has, I think. The, the complete yeah they have all team. aspects of the game they got the tough guys they got the goal scorers they got the defense they got the goals you know and if they lose you just blame it on Rask right and then that's what the Boston <laughs> they're a pretty good coach too yeah I like their coach yeah I like him he's he's uh he's wiser beyond his years I think he's got the experience uh, but he's not that old right so he's got uh, he, he brings some of the old school because he played too but he also knows the new stuff the new things to, you know, the way the game's changed. You've got to have a guy that's on the ball. Right. Cassidy's his coach, right? Yeah, Bruce yeah. Cassidy. Bruce Cassidy. Yeah. Also, you got anything else for him, Rob? Or? Uh, was there any other, uh, like, NHL guys that you played with? Uh, well, uh, well, Warren and I, Reiko, were pretty good friends. Um, not so much now. With, you know, our lives have went different ways. But uh, he's still on my phone. I can still call him if I have to get a hold of him over But um, Davey Gagno, on the local level. Um, does Dave still live around here? Dave's living in, in Michigan. Oh, he's in Michigan. Yeah, he has a business over there, and I think he's going to be retiring soon. He owns a business, um, or a part owner of a business, and uh, he's going to be looking to get out in the next couple of years. I remember retiring. playing softball. We, we picked him up one year. Okay. Softball, he played first base, mm-hmm. just like a goalie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nothing went by him. You should see him the ball oh. ball hockey, too. <laughs> we had a lot of goalies in Essex that like to play ball hockey. Yeah. Pretty good all right? Hey. Another one? Kevin yeah. Reynolds. A lot of running. Too much running, yeah. way too much. Yeah, yeah you're, you're your legs don't get there. No, yeah. <laughs> where I can't just cruise. Yeah, <laughs> I just pass ball. Keep things, let him go. Yeah, run yeah. like the wind too. Like. Yeah, and not stop. Like yeah. the Energizer Bunny, come off. Two two breaths, back on. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, yeah. Just loved it. Brutal. Got anything else, Rob? Are you? uh No, I think that's it for, for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. This has been great. It's been perfect. We really, really appreciate you coming on, Joe. Oh, thanks for having me. Good luck with yeah, what you're trying to do. Yeah. And help or whatever. Sponsorship. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll uh, talk about that later. But all right, Joe. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks again. Hey, have you ever tried the McGregor Columbia Club? Not yet. Did you know the McGregor Columbia Club has two rooms to accommodate gatherings from small birthday parties? corporate meetings, to large weddings, and even banquet events. Really? Now, how many does that place seat? It seats over 300 people. They also have an in-house decorator, rental items to work within your budget. Their main spacious hall is ideal for maintaining distance between attendees. Well, what's the food like? Well, they specialize in roasted chicken, but also have a full menu offering your favorite dishes. 
Really? Can you do fundraisers there? They have fundraising opportunities for charities with their fish fry, pasta, or steak dinners, and other events. Come on. Now, what about breakfast? Well, they have an amazing breakfast. It starts at 8.30 on Sunday, and it ends at noon, offering your full breakfast menu. Don't they have a cornhole league there, too? Ooh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because they play in it. It's uh, just getting ready to go. They're just waiting for the okay. Can you find them online? Yep. You can check their menus and events out at McGregorColumbiaClub.com or check them out on the Facebook. There he is, folks. Mr. Joe Guerin. That guy knows so many fucking numbers. Like, even when we, like, shot the shit off the air, and he was just, like, flicking numbers at us. Oh, he's like the Rain Man. I couldn't believe it. Oh, I know. He, he, know, he remembers every, every stat. How does he do that? I don't know. It'd be awesome to know that. Joe, we're going to have to talk he's again a soon. Joe's a witch. I don't know how he does it, man, but he was a fantastic interview. He was great. I Total view. I, I feel like we just scratched the surface with him. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely get him back on. There's so many more stories that that guy's got. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah. I just got that kind of vibe from him. And, like, the uh, interview was the first time that I had actually met Joe. Yep. So, but then now, you and I, we just went to his house there just this past uh, Friday. Crushed a couple beers. Yeah, we crushed a couple beers with him, and I got, like, shooting the shit with him. Yep. I'm like, wow, like... I could talk to this guy for another four hours on the air. Yeah. And you know what I and mean? And you have four hours worth of story. That's what I mean. And yeah, so, I played ball with him for like five, great 25 guy. years. I'll great bet guy. Yeah, it's been. Great guy. So yeah. huge shout out to Joe. Thank you for coming on. We will definitely do round two. Absolutely. Um, I want to give a quick little shout out off the hop here before we get into anything else to Eric Standell. He's with Remax. He's uh He's one of our new sponsors. He is a total beaut. Total beaut. As soon as he found out that we had this podcast, and I like literally, I sent him one message like, hey, E, do you want to be a sponsor? Right away. Yep. Oh, he's a great guy. Like, Love the guy. Without hesitation. Yeah. So huge shout out to E. Thanks, E. Yeah, you're the man, buddy. So let's get into these series here, Rob. Okay. Las Vegas and Dallas. This series... I, for some reason, like a lot of the series have been like super close. For some reason, I just think this one's going to be a fucking blowout. And I think it's going to go in the favor of Las Vegas. Really? Yes, I do. Yeah, but we've underestimated Dallas. That is true. But however, I just think that Las Vegas is going to be too much. However, they are missing Ryan Reeves for game one. Yeah. Right? So... But I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. It's not like he's a he's a guy that's going to be scoring a whole shit ton of goals, right? So, no. But he is. But he is a presence. Out he there, is one hundred percent. You literally took the words right out of my mouth. So he is one hundred percent a presence on the ice. Yeah. So that's kind of taking away the like physical like aspect of it. But if we're going skill for skill, pound for pound here, I'm going Vegas one hundred percent. Did you know that Dallas has the best power play left of the four teams remaining? I do not. So you caught me off guard with the stat there. Did you know that Vegas has the best penalty kill against all the teams remaining? Oh, so we're going like David versus Goliath shit here. Absolutely. Wow. 
That's pretty impressive too. That, that's right. I said that right, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure I didn't sound like a fucking dummy. So who do you got? I I, I said I wanted to, I, the Golden Knights were going to be in the championship for the cup. So, so that's who I still got. How I, many I, games? Six. You're going six? Yeah. I'm going to go five, man. Five? Yeah, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go Las Vegas and five. Just, just Lanner. For one, yeah, he's eight and four, one point nine nine GAA, point nine one eight save percentage. Wow, he's got three shutouts in the playoffs, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to go against him. You know what I mean? He is rolling. But one of the real quick, while we're actually uh, shooting the shit on Las Vegas here, what do you think is going to happen with Mark Andre Fleury? I think he's gone. To where? I don't know. If you had to guess. Do you think he's going to stay in the West, or do you think he's going back to the East? Hmm. I hope he goes to the Red Wings. Why not? I, I could see Why that. Not? I, I could not? see them. Right? But it all depends on how much he makes. Well, he still I has – He still. I think he still has two years on his deal. I think he's a higher – he's probably like a 6 to $8 million a year, I would say. Could really use a stack guy on this one. But I'm sure uh, – but I'm sure the Wings have that kind of cap room, don't For they? For sure they do. Who are they paying? Oh, uh, so what? Green just uh, Green's gone green, now, and green Cronwall. Retired. Cronwall's been gone for over a year. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, didn't they just announce it that he was gone? And he retired? No, they, they announced that a year ago. Oh, yeah. I thought I just saw something that uh, nope. he announced his retirement. No, he. I don't. I don't know. I think he's already working with the team, like oh, in, okay. like in the office type deal. I think he's been doing that since he stopped playing. Okay. But uh. Yeah, so I'm going to go Vegas. My stack Just, guy really sucks on that. Yeah, that's okay. It's fine. So, we're going to go to, uh, obviously, the other series. Tampa Bay and the Islanders. Don't even care. Come on. No, seriously. Not at all? Well, I, I just don't want the Islanders to win. <laughs> that's it. I, 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 I will not watch the Stanley Cup, like I said like I said before. I won't watch the Stanley Cup if they're in it. Yeah, you will. It'll Do be you, boring okay. as fuck. Do you think they have a shot at beating Tampa? Absolutely. They. I didn't think they had a shot at beating anybody. But that who, fucking trap. Who have they beat out? So they beat out. They beat one. They, they beat the top team. Didn't they beat wasn't Washington Boston, too? Yeah. Well, wasn't Boston the top team? I think so. Yeah. Right. So they were. They were the President's Trophy winner. <laughs> Holy fuck! Eh? So you know, I never thought of that. Right. Holy crow, man. So who else? Who else did they beat out? I don't know. I don't really give a shit who they beat out to get to this point, but still, you know that they're knocking off some good teams. The East is stacked. Yeah, the East is absolutely stacked. So here's the thing, though. Their goaltending, though, on Long Island, Barlamov has been unreal, and Grice is two and one. Grice is two and one. He's only played in three games. 0.960 save percentage in three games. That's insane. And, and yeah, you're right. It, it, the Islanders did beat Washington out. Yeah. So that's what I mean, man. Right? They're, they're beating they're, out some wagons. Fuck. Wagons. Well, they're they've they've created their own wagon now, I guess, with, with the left wing lock. Yeah. <laughs> All the New Jersey fans are jumping on the fucking Islanders wagon. Yeah. Jump on. It's a wagon. So who do you so who do you got for the Tampa series? Bay. In how many games? Four, I hope. Just because you fucking hate the Islanders yes, that much, eh? I do. I never liked them since Billy Smith. Really, eh? Yeah. 
because he wouldn't shake hands in any lines at the end of really. The series. Yep, never did. I never, never did. Once. Why? Just I'm not. What would, how did he put it? I'm not gonna battle, go to war with a team, and then shake their hands at the end. He's like, I'll have beers with them in the the bar afterwards, yeah. but I'm not, not shaking your hand on the ice. Nope. That's a he warrior. skated right off the ice. That's a dick. Or he wait till they all did it. Yeah, I, I, that's terrible sportsmanship, I yeah. think. I and I met him, and I didn't like him. Really? Yeah. Was he a dick? Total dick. Was he a small guy? A little bit taller than me. Yep. So he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Rob. Yeah, but he was crazy too, right? Like well, he fucking hat. Fuck, get out of my way. Hexall, him and yep. Hexall, man. Yeah. Two crazy guys. Okay, so you're going lightning, and you hope four games, but being realistic, how many? Well, with the way the Islanders are playing and that lock, man, they're, they're just they're incredible. They they are, uh, and I got to give them credit, right? I just I just hate that kind of hockey, but I say that six that will go six. six. Yeah. You want to know what I'm really thinking about doing right now? Guess. Go to McDonald's. No, not that. I mean about this series. Oh, what? You're picking the Islanders. I'm thinking about taking an upset here. So, just because they got that lock going, and they're fucking white hot right now, and they got Brock, like, Nelson, who's, like, seven points in five games. He scored in four out of the past five. Right. Okay. And goaltending is on fire right now. Yep. Other side of the puck, though, like Braden Point on a roll, Victor Hedman on a roll. That team is a wagon. I really Goaltending. Like, like, Vasilevsky's played every single game. The, the, the fucking backup hasn't yeah. even played yet. He's 10-3. and three. So he's 10-3, and 1.91 goals against, 0.931 save percentage in 13 games. So... I'm gonna go Islanders in seven. I can't. Hmm. I can't believe I'm fucking saying that, but I'm gonna go Islanders in seven. Upset pick. Islanders in seven. Is that bad? No, it's possible, right? Fuck anything. And I am two for two. We're seeing. Yeah, I am two for two. You picked two of the the big biggest upsets. I think. Uh, I do. Sometimes I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Like. I just had a feeling the first time it was who I picked Montreal. Montreal. So I picked Montreal over Pittsburgh. Yep. And I said Carey Price would be the fucking difference maker. And he was. And I said that's the only way that they can yeah. beat them. And he stood on his head. Yeah. Spit wood nickels while he did it. Yeah. And then, so the, that other round there, the freaking Islanders in Philly, I think I even said seven games too, didn't I? Yep. Fuck. Handsome man, right? I don't know, man. Well, I don't know about all that, but... well my mom said I was, though. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go. I <laughs> love you, Ma. Yeah. I'm going to go Islanders and seven. Obviously, I've said it three fucking times, but I don't care. Upset pick Islanders and seven. Four. Well, you hope that the Lightning. No, smash wait, you them. said it four times now. Okay, so four <laughs> times. I don't give a shit. It's upset. <laughs> so, what else we got? I uh, want to get a quick quick shout out to another one of our sponsors, uh, Clue Ruin Sun. Total Buttes. Yeah. You want to get your roof done? 
Call Clarun, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are awesome, man. Yeah, I've never heard one complaint about them. Not one. And they're there. They're done in the day. Easy peasy, in and out. How do they do that shit that quick? They just know what they're doing. They, oh, they're, they're they've been in business fantastic. forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Um, well, who was the uh, general manager you, you were saying something about? Where's oh, that at? Yeah. So um, the Coyotes. Arizona. Yeah. Are looking at uh, Pierre Maguire for uh, their general manager role. Well, Sidney Crosby doesn't play there. Yeah, but wouldn't that be great to get Pierre off the off the TV? That would be fantastic, <laughs> to be honest with you. Okay, here, see, here's the thing about Pierre. Okay, I love Pierre. He's great. He's uh he's a good hockey mind. He knows the game very well. Yeah, yeah. He's just fucking super annoying. And he I, knows every single stat where everybody played their house league. He's made hockey. He's made. Whatever. He's made to do the job that he's that he's doing currently. Right. He's made for that. Yeah. Didn't he used to be a coach? I, I could have sworn he was a fucking coach. I know he was, but they're also interviewing Didn't he win the cup? Sean Burke for the job too. Total Butte, yeah. Windsor boy. Total Butte, and he was a goalie and a goalie coach in yeah. uh, Phoenix. And he's here. I believe he was also the worked with Steve Eiserman with Team Canada. I believe. Yes, yeah, I, I do think he did too. Yeah, right. Those yeah. two teamed up. Yep. He's very knowledgeable. Group. They both very are. smart guy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I used to work. Who would you pick? If I had to pick out of those yeah. two, Ooh. well, to me, they both have their own, uh, they're both good in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to choose, is it a factor of whether Pierre's on the mic or not? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, <if it's>, <laughs> but, uh, if we put you all choose a beard to get if, him off the mic. <laughs> yes. But if we put all that aside, I would say uh, I'd probably have to go with Sean Burke. Maybe I'm being a little biased because he's a Windsor boy, but I heard his interview on Spit and Chicklets. He was awesome. It was amazing. I was glued to it. Did did they didn't they also make it like a two episode? Yeah, he was he was a two parter. No, he was a two parter. They went so long they split him into two. But it was so good. I was so intrigued by the whole thing. So was I. Yeah, I was like, he's a Windsor native. Yeah, he's a Windsor boy. He used nice. to work with his brother. Oh, cool. His fucking brother looks exactly like him and is a fucking great guy, too. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd, pro- I'd probably go Burke, just one, because he's a longtime guy in the league. Uh, he's been around the like management, so he's yep. got a little bit of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would just choose him probably based, the- based upon that. I think he would be a more of a, like, uh, where any guy does, doesn't matter whether you're serving hot dogs or one of the guys on the bench, you know what I mean? It just seems like you could go up and shoot the shit with him and he would be, everything would be all cool. It doesn't matter yeah. who you are. Right. So, yeah. and that, that shit goes a long way when it comes to an NHL organization, not saying the other guy wouldn't be like that. Pierre Maguire wouldn't be like that, but just, I don't know. It's Pierre Maguire. Yeah pisses me off what about you if you had to choose i i would also go with burke why i just like the guy i liked his interview i liked everything about him every time i watch pierre mcguire on the tv and he drops that monster i i just want to fucking fly an elbow what do you what do you mean that monster monster player of the game monster oh, yeah. monster shot monster 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 yeah, and no, he loves no, sydney crosby no. 
Yeah. We all love Sid, okay? Absolutely. Sid's an excellent player, but he really loves Sid. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. So I also saw something about um, Toronto getting rid of a- Anderson. Oof. Do you think that's a good move? Well, it, it's all it, probably based, like, actually upon, um, you know, if, if they can land quick, right? Okay, but how much are we talking salaries here? Well, our stack guy looked it up. All right. Stack guy Jack. Stack guy Jack. Jack's sitting in with us today. He's got so uh, quick at $7 million, and he's got Anderson at two. Well, that's quite quite the difference. That's a huge cap hit. Would you take him kind of on the back nine of his career, knowing kind of what you have right now for two? To me, I think I think Freddie's the better goalie. I don't know about the better. The the money the money would say. What are you no talking about the better? He's Freddie did way better with less in front of him on the blue line. He quick had fucking doughty and like you know what I mean like. There's a lot. All right, so, I don't know what you're going with. Uh, no, I'm this, just. But, I would go with Freddie Anderson. Leafs and yeah, he's going to make they that one great fucking save for you, but he's also going to let that cheesy one in for you. And fucking, I want to <laughs> put my foot through the TV if I can reach high enough. Well, I'll just stand on a stool or something. I don't have any stools at the house. You want me to come lift you up? Fucking ladder. You want me to come put you on well, my shoulder? I'll just bring you over and you can kick my fucking TV. <laughs> oh, okay, that I can do. Right, <laughs> that I can do. Now, are we talking drop kick, roundhouse? Two flying foot kick. Drop kick? Yeah. I like your style. I like your style. <laughs> ah, we'll figure it out, Rob. Yeah. Fuck. I can get a new TV. Yeah. But that fucking... Uh... So what do you think? So if you had to pick as of right now, who wins the cup? I got Vegas. You got Vegas? Yeah. Probably not a bad pick. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to be Vegas and the Islanders? Vegas, Tampa Bay. What if it's the Islanders? I told you, I'm not watching it. Yeah, you are. No. We're we're going to live stream I for it. I fucking refuse. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll Why? stop watching hockey. It's left wing lock. That'd, oh, yeah. That'd be so exciting, eh? Won't, <laughs> won't it, fans? Won't, won't that be exciting? Let's watch the left wing lock I'll all night. I'd fucking rather watch my grass grow. <laughs> Might be I'll, I'll give you updates on that. Did you? <laughs> so you're going to go Las Vegas to win the cup? Yep. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Yep. I think Tampa's going to win. It was either it. that or that. Uh, one or the other I was taking. I think Tampa's going to win it. I think. Uh, yeah, but you're picking Tampa Bay, but you're picking the fucking yeah, Islanders. I know. Upset. I know. I'm all confused. Yeah. You know what? Roll it. I think the Islanders then. <laughs> Fuck you, Islanders. <laughs> No, I don't know, man. I'm all mixed up right now. That cocaine but, uh, is a crazy drug. Yeah, that's definitely not the fucking case. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You're such an asshole. That's funny as shit, though. You're such an asshole. No, but uh, I don't know. I kind of, it's hard to say, man. Like, a series could go fucking either way, though. That's why it's so For hard. Sure. It, it, it all depends on who gets hot, right? Who, who gets hot, who stays hot, you know? But, like, I really like that Braden point. Me too. Like, And that guy's on fire. Because he would me remember too. when you you asked us, uh, you asked me the episode of, like, who was your hot take on that? Yeah. He was my guy. 
And he he stood right out. And he's got uh, eight fucking points in his past five games, too. So Yeah. So he can put it on his back and go with it. That's what I mean, man. It's so hard to pick. But now, and, and now you know what I like to match up is Reeves and Martin. Yeah. You, I like that. Do you think they fight? I really hope so. That would be <laughs> so awesome. Because it, Martin won't back down mm. from anybody, and Reeves is the toughest yeah. in the NHL. I'm sticking with the Islanders. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't blame you. They they got a they got and, a fucking and we have right to there. have a little thing going too, right? So we <laughs> shouldn't pick the same picks. No, well, you can if if, if it's if we it's have a given. Yeah. We have right, but this is kind of like a fucking coin toss. Yeah. Oh, I don't think it is. I think Tampa's going to fucking squash them. We've we thought that the whole. Oh time. yeah, I know. I'm still sticking to it. No, I agree. But I'm going Islanders. Pro Tampa. <laughs> you just don't like the left wing line. I don't. I fucking hate it. It should be it illegal. Does. It should be. It should be illegal. Just throw them in the box for it. Yep. Penalty. <laughs> you know, like they do. It, they used to do in basketball, I think. Mm-hmm. You couldn't play a certain kind of defense. And once you did, you you would get a something called against you or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I They're like also it. saying that Steve and Stamkos will still be out. Yeah. For that series. That and, sucks. Uh, Kucherov will play in game one. That's a big hit to them. That's huge for, for, for Tampa Bay. Well, for, it's huge for Islanders that he's not playing, right? For who? Stamkos? Yeah. Yeah, but think. He hasn't been in the whole playoffs. No, I know. And look what they're still doing. But they still so, won game sevens. He, he's he's a difference maker, man. If he comes you know, back. Like, if, if he comes back, if, like, the Lightning make it through. Mm-hmm. And he comes back for the finals, and he comes back even just somewhat hot yeah. in the finals. They're gonna win the cup. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You got you got Vegas on the other side, man. I know, but that's just, a, that's a tough team. But think that's about a, that's a, such a but good think about team. the the fucking Lightning, the, what they're doing right now with mm-hmm. without him, right? And then he comes back somewhat hot. Mm-hmm. I, yep. Yeah, that's a fucking difference maker. But that one guy changes all kinds of lines too, right? <laughs> that is true. So. Imagine they didn't have Kucherov. Imagine he wasn't playing. They'd be in some trouble. Yeah. They'd be in deep shit if he wasn't playing. But all right, you know what? You, you got anything else? Or are you... Uh... No, I just want to crush some more beers. So should we go crush beers? Yeah, let's crush beers. It's a long weekend. Hopefully everybody had a great Labor Day weekend since this is going to drop on Wednesday. Yeah. Hopefully everybody stayed safe. And got them rides that everybody we yes. were talking about on it's our video. It's the only way you're a beaut. No drinking and driving. Yeah. But, all right, well, Rob, should we go crush some beers? Let's go crush some beers. All right, everybody, until next week. And, Rob, signing off. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind anything.